Hello and welcome to this latest installment of Barnards on the NBA. I'm your host, Matt Barnard, and I'm joined here by my son and co-host, Emilio. Yep. Hello. Nice to meet you today. Uh, yes, that is uh, that is Emilio. You've probably met him before. If you've listened to any of our previous episodes, we have quite a few of them. We've mentioned them before on our episodes. And uh, yeah, feel free to dig into that back catalog. But on this day, we are going to continue our 366-part uh, series where we explore the uh, NBA and ABA players born on uh, each day th uh, throughout the calendar. We're going to be focusing on uh, the day we're recording this and the day we'll be releasing this April 18th. And there were uh, 17 players from uh, NBA and ABA history born on this day. Only one that has played this year. That's true. And we will uh, certainly get into him. Uh, we're going to approach this in the way that we typically do. We're going to build out a uh, starting lineup of uh, these guys based on uh, their careers. And uh, yeah, we're going to start with, at center, then go to power forward, small forward, shooting, shooting guard, guard, and point guard. And point guard. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, jump into it. Mills, who did you have at your starting center on this uh, April 18th team? Yeah, so um, just before we um, get into the – actually, never mind. Um, so I had Don Oten. And his picture on Wikipedia is um, he's had a se senior season at Bowling Green. He looks like huge and just like holding two balls. Yeah, he was six foot ten, uh, two forty. Uh, yeah, I mean he's holding holding a ball in each hand, so he's showing that he demonstrating that he can. He had really big hands. He could palm uh, the basketball, and I think maybe that was like in the early days when they were considering uh, playing basketball with two balls. Um, I don't think so, and. Um, he um he died unfortunately in um at the age of sixty four in um eighty five there but yeah I mean had a solid career averaging over ten points a game for his career and about six rebounds so I mean not bad yeah pretty pretty solid career I mean starting in the, in the very early days of professional basketball I mean starting uh, actually his career in the NBL with the Tri Cities Blackhawks actually won the uh, NBL MVP. In uh, 1949, and then made the transition with the uh, Blackhawks into the NBA uh, a year later. And uh, yeah, Mills is pointing out that it doesn't show up on the uh, basketball reference page, and that's because they don't have the NBL uh, MVPs uh, denoted there. They don't actually have that season at all. So he actually started his NBA career when he was 28 years and old. Played that, played in the NBA for a Well, played in the NBA uh, after he made the transition from the NBL. Uh, only played 219 games actually in the NBA because he got a, such a late start. But I uh, had, had a pretty notable uh, it was career. 28 when he started his career. 28 when he began his NBA career, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he, he <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, had already won MVP of the, uh, of the NBL by that point. Uh, we actually talked about him on our uh, Bowling Green episode because uh, he was a uh, Bowling Green attendee <laughs> along with his uh, brother, Matt Cotton. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Nate Thurman's the best player going there. Go check out our Bowling Green Louisiana Tech episode. That's one of our best. And, um, yeah, do you want to mention anything else about Don Oten here? Uh, yeah, I mean, one, one interesting thing, he actually holds the record. We actually just talked about this recently on a birthday episode when uh, Cal Bodler came up. But Don Oten actually has the record for most personal fouls in a game. Apparently the rule is that once you've fouled out everyone on your team so that you would go down to uh, under five players, uh, he – you, uh, you get to like leave the last guy in the game, and he can continue to rack up fouls. So there was actually a game where he racked up eight fouls. Whoa! Uh, in a uh, game on November 24th, 1949, uh, between the Tri-Cities Blackhawks and the uh, Sheboygan um, uh, name that would be better left unset. So uh, those are um, – that's another pretty interesting note about uh, Don Otten, I thought. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, eight personal fouls in a game is um, it's not great. Uh, I can't believe a whole team would foul out. I mean, I guess there's probably less players on the roster back then. Yeah, it was a different game for sure. I mean, like if like ten-year players foul out in the NBA now, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna still have probably like five more players, maybe maybe bring up a couple players from the G League on the bench. Well, I mean, you can't do it in game, but I mean, yeah, it seems pretty unlikely that you get to a place where uh, everybody fouls out. There just aren't that many fouls called in a game at this point. Yeah, well, that was a, kind of a long talk on Donovan. Donovan, yeah, I mean, look, he deserves it. He <laughs> uh, he was, you know, one of the early uh, forefathers in, uh, in the game of basketball. Maybe, yeah, maybe I know I'm giving him you had um, you had too much credit too. there. Yeah, I did. Okay, so let's uh, let's move on to uh, power forward on this squad. Who'd you have, Mills? Um, Michael Bradley. Um, he was not that good. Um, I mean, to be honest, uh, this um, this team's not that good. He's forty-two years old. He's a local guy uh, from uh, from Worcester, not not far from uh, where we're recording this. That's pretty cool. Uh, first round pick by the Raptors in uh, two thousand one. That's pretty yeah. awesome. But uh, yeah, not a. I mean, seventeenth not... overall. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's pretty good. He played. I mean, he only played like four seasons in the league. Uh, yeah, part, parts of uh, parts of five seasons in, in the league, but yeah, only 173 regular season games, just averaging uh, 2.8 points per game. So, uh, you know, not not that much to write home about uh, for Michael. Bradley. I mean, we like we were saying, this team is not that talented. So, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, it's kind kind of an issue. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you probably you could have put George Means here. Maroon's here. Well, let, let, let's get to that uh, on the tail end of the episode because we, we do want to get in, into uh, George Maroon's. But uh, <laughs> for right now, it's, it's worth saying uh, it's Michael Bradley's 42nd birthday and a happy birthday to him. Yeah. Um, you want to go back to Donald for a sec to wish him happy birthday and how, say how old he is? Uh, well, uh, sadly, Don Otten no, long, no oh, longer yeah, with yeah, us. Right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it moving here. And now will get to uh, small forward. Uh, to be clear, I had Michael Bradley as well. There's yeah. not, not a lot of uh, guys who played – uh, all that much. He actually averaged five day. points a game one season. Yeah, I mean, I I think as, as I recall, I mean, a six ten guy who could you know was uh, kind of six, a big six point one rebounds, five five points. I mean, and he started eleven games, played sixty seven games in that season. I mean, that's a nice season. Yeah, the best season of, of uh, Michael Bradley's career, clearly two thousand two, two thousand three with the Raptors. Yeah, I mean that that's 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 contributing for sure. All right, so let, let's move on. Small forward Mills, who do you have? Yeah, just to mention, we have the same lineup, so um, we do. So we won't have to mention that. Um, um yeah, Bojan Bogdanovic, maybe the best player. Um, maybe the next player we'll talk about as well. But um, this guy, very good. I can't believe that last season was his first season on the Jazz. I feel like he's been on the Jazz longer, but yeah. I guess not. Definitely seems like a jazz kind of player, and was on the Pacers, of course, before that, and after breaking into the league with the uh, with the Nets and uh, playing with the Wizards a little bit as well, after having been traded uh, midseason during the 2016-2017 season. But um, yeah, I mean, a guy who's really contributing at a high level right now on uh, obviously the best team in the league so far this year. So I mean, uh, starter. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you got to be happy with what you're getting from uh, Boyan Bogdanovich as he turns uh, 32 today. Guy who was taken with the first pick in the second round in the 2011 NBA draft. Uh, and has really, you know, played a lot better than I, I think, you know, you would have expected for someone drafted in that spot. Uh, spent three years after being drafted in Turkey before uh, making the move over to the Nets. Yeah, and um, averaged 20.2 points a game one year just last season. And, uh, I mean, he played 63 games and started all of them. Also, an interesting note, he made the all-rookie team in 14 
2014, 2015, and he um he's played on four teams and War 44 and all the teams. So four, 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 four. Yeah, I was actually uh, wondering if uh, I mean didn't have a chance to uh, look into this part of the episode, but uh, he's worn 44 at every moment of his NBA career. And get this, his uh, career high in points. It's 44. It's 44. So I mean, like th- this guy has a pretty cool 44 thing going on. And he wore 44 in um in um... When, when he was on uh, Fenerbahce in, uh, in in Turkey. So clearly a, a major 44 head. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, and yeah, a guy who's very relevant to uh, the league right now. I wonder now. why he wears that. Yeah, that's actually uh, be interesting to look into. Maybe, uh, maybe on a future episode, or if you know, of course, hit us up at uh, Barnards on the NBA gmail.com. Maybe we'll do a boy on Bogdanovic. It could be coming. Yeah, I mean, really, a, a terrific shooter. I mean, I, I think that's his uh, standout characteristic. I mean, a guy who could really put the ball through the net. And um, I mean, know. has been attempting six point two threes a game this year, and um, has hit two point four. Yeah, and I mean, thirty nine percent three point shooter for his career. I mean, that's pretty nice. Yeah, uh, he, he could really stroke it. All right, so I had him at the three as well. Mills, who'd you have at the two? You mentioned uh, this other guy is uh, also a consideration for uh, best player born on this day. Don Ole. I mean, I think he's probably the best player. Yeah. He, this guy's a five-time All-Star. I mean, he um, he uh, averaged 15.9 points per game for his career, playing mostly in the 60s. And, um, I mean, played four seasons with the Pistons, four seasons with the Bullets. I'm pretty sure, and yeah. with the Hawks at the end of his career for three seasons. And I mean, this guy could fill it up, clearly. Yeah, I mean, he averaged uh, almost 16 points per game for his career, uh, over 20 points per game twice. I mean, that's really impressive stuff. Uh, as you mentioned, a five-time All-Star. So, I mean, uh, you know, as compared against the uh, the players he was uh, facing, I mean, obviously stood out. Uh, taken uh, 36th overall back in the uh, 1958 draft and uh, still with us, fortunately, uh, turning 85 today. Uh, happy birthday to Yeah, happy birthday you. to him. Uh, went to University of Illinois. And, uh, yeah, notably, I mean, you know, you look at his uh, his scoring. I mean, as we mentioned, I mean, scored, uh, you know, 20 points uh, per game in, in two seasons. He scored 43 points a game, points in one game, one season. I mean, just shy, boy. Yeah, yeah that, that's right. <laughs> uh, also had, had a big playoff run uh, to his credit. I mean, as, as uh, noted on For his sure. uh, Wikipedia page, uh, shout out Wikipedia, uh, mentions that he, you know, had a deep playoff run in the 64-65 season as a member of those Bullets. Uh, averaged, I mean, you know, averaged over 26 points per game. Yeah, I, th- I think the Bullets won the title run. in the 70s, so I'm just like 10 years after that. Yeah, so I mean, you know, didn't get it done that year. Actually, ended up losing to uh, Jerry West and the uh, and the Lakers, but I mean, ha- had some in the su- finals in in the uh, Western Conference Finals, um, uh, Western Division Finals at the time, uh, but. You know, was was involved in some uh, significant NBA action in the postseason. So uh, interesting also that the, notable that a Baltimore team would be in the West. There were some pretty weird divisional alignment things going on uh, through NBA history. We can maybe get into them in a future episode at some point. That would be pretty interesting to uh, to dig into. All right, so let's uh, let, let's keep moving. It's all fame probabilities two point eight. Yeah, it's really not bad. I mean, great career by Donald. Uh, waxy, little, uh, waxy. Yeah, uh, that's that's what they call him. Uh, not good old. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I think of him as one of the uh, good old Pistons. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, because he used to be on the Pistons, and his name is Old. Last name. Okay. All right, so yeah, let, let's uh, let, let's keep it moving here. I guess I guess we're, worth mentioning uh, that you know these two Don O guys, both born on this day through history. Don, There's probably some Don other Don O's. Yeah, I, I meant to look into that. All right, so uh, let, let let's keep it moving here. Oh, you, you want me to do it right now? 
Yeah, okay. Let's, let's, let's do it right here on the podcast. Nope, the only two Don <laughs> wow. O's in uh, in NBA history both born on April 18th. That's pretty weird. Yeah. All right, so uh, well, I had uh, Donald as well. As you mentioned, we have the same lineups. Who do you have a point guard? I had, I really. Sanjata Gaines. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to say his name, unfortunately, but um, he uh, he was pretty good in the league. I mean, 4.5 points per game for his career. I mean, only played three seasons, but um, he, I guess he was okay. I mean, he does have a picture on Basketball Reference. <laughs> yeah, you got to give him credit. Uh, guys from uh, from Queens attended uh, Archbishop Malloy High School, which has turned out lots of uh, NBA players over the years. And uh, he's one of them, turning uh, 35 today. Uh, Sundiata Gaines uh, doing us proud in the borough. And, uh, yeah, I mean, getting on uh, on four NBA teams during his career, playing some for the Nets, the Jazz, the Timberwolves, and the Raptors, and uh, playing a whole bunch overseas, as you do if you're a uh, you know working baller out there who's uh, you know trying to make a living. Yeah. Uh, big ups to uh, Sonyata Gaines. Uh, yeah, he was my point guard as well. There's not a lot to work with on this team, and he played uh, 113 NBA games. So yeah, know, that, that's they're top five people in minutes played the um, start team. Yes, that's uh, that's accurate. All right, let's take a real quick break here, and we'll uh, we'll come back in just a moment and talk about the other guys who didn't make our uh, starting lineups who were born on this day in history. And we're back to uh, continue our discussion of uh, players born on April 18th who played in the uh, NBA and ABA through history. Honestly, there's not much to say about any of these guys. All right, so let's run through them pretty quickly. We uh, we don't need to spend a ton of time on them. I, I think the guy who played the most, aside from uh, the guys who we are starting lineup, was Caleb Swanigan, a first-round pick uh, just a few years ago, 26th overall to the Blazers back in uh, 2017. Didn't really do much. Uh, no, didn't, didn't really do that much. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean he could have made one of our teams. Potentially. He's played 75 uh, games, uh, regular season games in the NBA. He could uh, definitely be better than Michael Bradley. Uh, potentially. I mean, if he gets more opportunity in the NBA, I'm not sure whether that's going to happen. I mean, I think it, he's in the G League. It might. Is he in the G League right now? I, I have no I idea, but I just assume so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, at least according to uh, Wikipedia, he's uh, he's a free agent right now. So who knows? I mean, he might he certainly might reemerge. I mean, he's only 24 uh, right now, but uh, and, and a first round pick, you know. I feel recently. like I've heard his name. Yeah, he's a guy who uh, gets derided on uh, Dunked On, uh, my favorite podcast. Uh, definitely recommend listening uh, for uh, being a type of guy who really doesn't have a, a fit in the uh, in the NBA as it's play, as it like exists now. Kind of a, a guy who would have been a fit maybe 10 years ago. Uh, as a 6'9", 260 guy who can't really shoot um, and is not like a you know an elite rebounder or anything like that. So it just maybe doesn't have a, a great fit in the NBA. But I was reading his Wikipedia page. I mean, this guy's overcome a tremendous amount, really tough childhood and upbringing to uh, get to the NBA. So I want to give Caleb Swanigan some props for uh, turning his life or, you know, making something of his life and, uh, you know, getting to the NBA. It's pretty awesome. For sure. All right. So let's uh, let, let's keep it rolling here. Uh, Gerald Madkins. Now, uh, uh, what do you got to say about this guy? I mean, I think we probably mentioned He's an assistant general manager for the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Good for Gerald Madkins. Yeah, I mean, average 1.7 points per game for his career and played 48 games. Yeah, I mean, the guy's been involved in uh, in, in the front offices of, uh, of NBA teams for the last, uh, for quite a few years. I mean, you know, worked for the Supersonics, for the, for the Rockets, for the Hornets, for the uh, Clippers, and now, as you mentioned, for the Knicks. Uh, went to UCLA. I don't know if we we talked about him on our UCLA episode. Uh, you know, played a bunch overseas as a player, but uh, you know, not not extensive NBA, uh, not extensive playing career. Excuse me, as a professional, but uh, certainly 
you know, doing well in the front office uh, game. For sure. As he turns 52. And um, this is, I mean, assistant general manager. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and th- now we're talking about uh, Avi Story. Now, I, I, this guy's name always stood out to me from the moment I first saw it. He's turning uh, 44 today. Uh, just just a little cameo in the NBA, really. Yeah, I mean, actually averaged 3.5 points per game one year. I mean, pretty good, I guess. Um, and, uh, I mean, played one season with three different teams, so maybe he's got a bunch of gear. I think I always thought that would be pretty cool, just having like the gear for like all the different teams you played on. That's a great point. <laughs> what, what a positive way of looking at it. I mean, you know, not, not an extensive run, but yeah, I bet he's got some sweet swag from uh, having to play for these teams. Yeah, I mean, um, Nets, Wizards, and Bucks. I mean, they have fine jerseys, I guess. Yeah, pretty cool. Looks. I don't know how they were in the early 2000s. Well, he's got it's like New Jersey Nets. I mean, he's got like some of the old school uh, Nets stuff before they moved yeah. to Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, a guy who went to uh, Illinois and, uh, and Arizona State, and uh, we we're just mentioning uh, Nate Duncan. I think he went to like either Proviso West or East uh, high schools in uh, in Illinois. So maybe he uh, has a connection to uh, Avi Story. Yeah. In some way. All right. So uh, yeah, apparently uh, was uh, involved in, in a pretty unfortunate incident as well. It should be mentioned uh, that towards the end of his playing career, it seems like uh, when he's playing in the in the D League. Uh, ended up punching one of his teammates during a practice and uh, seriously injuring him and was uh, dismissed from the team after that. So, Avi story. This is an unfortunate incident involving him, uh, to be sure. Yeah, well, not good that he punched him, but okay. No, certainly not. All right, so let's uh, let's keep it rolling here and talk uh, some Jimmy Dawson. He's got one of those classic Jimmy nicknames. Jim. Yep. 5.6 points per game in his first season in the league, and he's um, turning 76. Happy birthday to Jimmy Dawson. Happy birthday to Jimmy Dawson. Yeah, you got to give it up for Jimmy Dawson on his birthday, uh, turning 76 today. Well done. Um, and you know what? I really noticed something cool on his Wikipedia page. At the front, you know how, like, on Wikipedia, they have, like, at the front, they have something, like, that, like, says, like, um, like the, what the Wikipedia is about? Well, this sure. says Jimmy Dawson. But they make sure to get there. Basketball. He played basketball and he was born in 1945. Yeah, it's, it's because uh, there are other Jimmy Dawsons out there. So they need to clarify. Uh, there was another basketball player who was born in 1922 whose name was Jimmy Dawson as well. But they don't clarify it. It's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, 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 we're getting too deep into the weeds here. All right, so th- this guy played in the in the NBL and I guess was better known as Jamie Dawson. All right, so let, let's, well, keep, let's keep moving. Jamie, um, let me just read the Wikipedia. Let, let, let's keep rolling here. Eric McWilliams, also born this day, turning 71. Now, good for him. Yeah, I mean, went to Cal State Long Beach. Yep. And, uh, yeah, played in the league, averaged two points per game in uh, over 44 games back in the 72-73 season for the Rockets. So, well done, uh, Eric McWilliams. Uh, also played a little bit overseas in, uh, in Sweden. Also born this day, Jim Creighton. Also turning 71. Look at this guy. Wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, very cool. Um, his name's Creighton. I mean, after college, that's um, – it's nice for him, and uh, yeah, I mean, averaged one points a game first career, played thirty-two games, and um, got in one hundred and seventy-two minutes, and um, scored thirty-one points in the totals. Pretty good stuff. So let, let's just roll through some of these last uh, few guys here. We got Scott Sims, Tyrone Britt. Well, Scott Sims is turning sixty-six today. Now, 
He was the uh, 103rd overall pick in the 77 draft. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, I mean, they had they had more uh, more picks in the draft back then. It was fifteenth uh, round, so it definitely shows. The fifteenth pick of the fifth round of uh, of, yeah. of the draft back then. Yeah, only got in twelve games with uh, with the Spurs back in that 77, 78 season. But um, you know, he played in the league. Yeah, and um, also to mention George Meaton. Oh, you're talking about George Means? Yeah, well, let's talk about him. Yeah, he actually played. Excuse me, George uh, Mearns, I think. <laughs> Actually, uh, kind of a local guy from uh, Western, Westerly, Rhode Island, not too far from where we're recording this, and uh, attended University of Rhode Island. And um, actually, I mean, notably, while he was a senior at Westerly High School, this is one of the few facts we were able to find out about him, uh, scored 62 points in a 158-12 to uh, 12 win. <laughs> Oh my God, Stony that's insane. Yeah. How many points do they win by? That's like 146 or something? That's right, 146. Some, uh, some quick math on the fly here. Yeah, actually uh, notable uh, as well that he apparently played against the Celtics in the franchise's first ever game. The first Whoa. ever Celtics game. He played against them as a member of the Providence Steamrollers in the uh, BAA. So you know, I wonder how they did. A long time ago. Yeah, I'm sure we could dig into that. Oh, uh, excuse me. Providence uh, won the game, uh, fifty-nine to fifty-three. Uh, that that's day. That's probably close. Pretty close game. Yeah. Uh, another interesting uh, player born this day uh, in history. Just got eleven games in in the league with the San Diego Rockets. But I'm talking about Tyrone Britt. Now he's the only player who ever played in the NBA who attended Johnson C. Smith University. A, uh, I'm not even sure if that's a Division One school. I'm not sure if it is anymore either. It's located in, in Charlotte, but uh, that, that's certainly quite a feather in his cap. Uh, 77 years old today for Tyrone Britt. And Actually, there is a lot of colleges that only have one player. It's really true. I mean, you know, guys who emerge from uh, unexpected, unlikely places and uh, make it all yeah. the way to the league. Uh, you couldn't say that, though, about Sid Catlett, also born uh, on this day back in 1948, because he mean, went to Notre Dame. Yeah, and... Um, he uh he played nine games and um he played average 0.7 points per game and uh, scored six points in the league. Yeah, so a brief uh, brief run in the NBA for uh, for Sid Catlett. Also uh, worth mentioning on this day, uh, Taylor Griffin, the uh, brother yeah. of uh, Blake Griffin and his uh, wow. time teammate yeah. at uh, Oklahoma. I mean, it's pretty cool to be a brother of Blake. Absolutely. He's only thirty five, so maybe he'll make it back. Yeah, it's it's possible. I mean, I, I don't think he's played uh, at, at super high level basketball in, in a couple of years. I believe he played a bit overseas in uh, in Italy and uh, elsewhere in Europe. But um, yeah, his uh, his his uh, time might his and time as a player say, may be over. But uh, yeah, definitely got some time in the league. And you can't say what you said about Tyrone Britt. What's Taylor Griffin? You certainly can't because he went to Oklahoma, and there's plenty of players who went to Oklahoma, including Blake, including Blake, where they were teammates together. And I finally wanted to mention the last player born on this day, Ken Roloff. Now, I think that's kind of a rough name for a uh, uh, basketball player. I mean, Roloff. I mean, roll off the rim, that kind of thing. And uh, sadly, uh, never, uh, never, never quite got through the rim. As uh, it was a, a zero point experience for uh, Ken Roloff in I mean, the NBA. He only got seven. So, I mean, it's not too bad. That's right. Only one shot for Ken Roloff, and uh, sadly, it did not uh, roll in. Yeah. yeah but, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a rough name, like you said. And uh, 
Yeah, I mean, per 36 minutes, you're averaging 20.6 fouls. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, just, just yeah. a brief run there. So, you know, uh, not not too much to gain by extrapolating across uh, 36 minutes. Actually, in 36 minutes, he actually would average 5.1 assists. <laughs> well, you got to look at the bright side sometimes. All right. Well, uh, unless you have more, uh, I think we've, we've covered uh, just about everybody uh, born on April 18th through history in the NBA. Yeah, well... Um, Thanks for joining us today, and um, also, if you want other podcast ideas, go check out Favorites with Ava and Matt, or listen to um, other episodes of Barnards on the NBA. Yeah, thanks. That's uh, that's my podcast. Uh, I host with uh, with Milio's sister Ava, and it's uh, it's awesome. Um, uh, <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can reach out at uh, Barnards on the NBA at gmail.com or uh, on Twitter at Barnards on NBA. Thanks uh, so much, and we'll uh, see you next time. Bye.